Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons, jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, a massive explosion in Beirut occurred. Actually, it was being reported as we went to air yesterday, but more details have emerged The devastation is shocking. 200 to 300,000 people are left homeless or otherwise damaged. A hundred people have died. Countless have been injured. The cause of the explosion is not crystal clear. There were chemicals in the port that had been considered dangerous and were seized and stored there since 2013. Uh, There was one report that said Israel denies shooting a rocket at Lebanon and another report that said these are not nuclear weapons. Yeah, that's the first one I saw. The first report in this I saw sources confirmed that these were not nuclear weapons, which to your point yesterday made me go, oh, maybe they were (laughs) nuclear weapons. Right. That hadn't crossed my mind until then. As soon as they start saying what it isn't, I start thinking there's a chance that that's what it is. But what they say that it is, I would say is pretty much no chance. But I, I think... The th- the, because they're, they're putting out stories like that, it seems to me that there is something fishy going on, or at least they want you to think. But it, it was just too huge an explosion. There's a lot of video of it, which I don't think that's to- not to be expected. And what is weird is that there isn't a ton of video on everything else. But they're talking about... Lebanon having issues with Israel, having being in the worst economic crisis in the longest time. So there's weird stuff like that. This was a big port uh, that was a gateway to places like Syria. And I know that Israel and Syria were having skirmish on Monday, but I feel like in this case, like it seems like those are a little bit intentionally misleading things like and it did bring the idea of nukes into the into the news which i want to talk to you about but i don't know what's going on with the lebanon thing it could be something that we just aren't you know maybe they did it for their own selves maybe they did it cuz they knew it would get them international aid it's like billions of dollars worth of damage i really don't know i feel like crises like these I think that that material, ammonium nitrate, something like that, isn't necessarily explosive on its own. So you'd have to know more of the story, I think. That's what was used in the explosion? I think that's what was being stored and oh. is what went up. Like, did you see it was all red? At first, it was a fireworks factory. That was the first thing I saw is it said it was a fireworks factory. Which Then I, when I saw it was at the port, I was like, that a fireworks factory at the port? But I don't think it was a fireworks factory. It was something that's used in explosives. It's used in fertilizer. What stands out to me is the fact that this story is in the news. How many explosions happen a day in other parts of the world that I don't know if they're this bad, but that are bad that just don't get any attention. Well, there's a crater crater in the port. And I think it happened for the same reason. I mean, we'll find out why it's a, even if it didn't happen, you're right. Like it did happen, but it looks like it happened. But I wouldn't, if smacks of a false flag or something that, that is being out, put out there for the next step for, for the crisis policy that's about to ensue. Yeah, maybe some sort of international crisis policy. I don't know that. Yeah, that's what I was just wondering. I really don't know. I can't see the writing on the wall here. The picture does look bad. It, the before and after picture, it's 
destroyed yeah. is a big and hole they're showing it. you that but yeah. at the same time it was off on the water you know what did it really damage i don't know but i think that there's more to the story and then right underneath that when i went to rt to find it because sometimes even though russia today is full of propaganda i used to like it and then it just got really ridiculous just at the same time that the founder was mysteriously killed or died in new york during this whole rash of like russians dying rt his baby did change after that but you can still find kind of the other side of the story and right underneath this story was an op-ed like a link to an op-ed by john pilger who's was historically a bit of a truth teller who knows if he went the way of Seymour Hirsch or whatever, I don't know. But he wrote about how he thinks that we are at risk of a nuclear war with China, which is pretty scary. Yeah, that is scary. I hadn't thought about it going that far. I guess that's a possibility. I have. I do think that there is something that could happen with China. I don't know how soon it'll be, but the war drums are amping up. But you've heard other things I've heard about other nukes, other things too. about nukes, too. I heard... Like I said, the first exposure to this story I saw yeah. was wasn't nukes, and then there was a Kim Jong Un story saying that his nuclear missiles can reach America, and you heard one too as well. So the nuclear theme is yeah. emerging in the news. Yeah, for for the to increase the strategy of tension or what I don't know, but fear too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, all of that, like the kids schools reopening is very strategy of tension i saw an article yesterday i didn't recognize it as kawasaki disease although i noticed that Ginny and was it the red-haired not the red-haired libertarian not a red-haired libertarian pointed out that what they're telling parents to be afraid of like there's this really terrible thing that's affecting kids called acute flaccid myelitis which Ginny had pointed out a long a couple of years ago they gave Kawasaki disease a new name, this name. And I had noticed a couple of months ago that they were saying how Kawasaki disease could be related to COVID. And just to put it in perspective, last year there were 46 cases of Kawasaki disease in this country out of 80 million kids almost, and or 70 million kids. And whereas Guillain-Barre, which is can be a side effect of the flu vaccine, and causes paralysis and a lot of bad things. A 60 Minutes special was about that from the swine flu vaccine decades ago. There are two or three or anywhere from three to 6,000 cases of that every year, and I'm not seeing any kind of sound the alarm. So the not-a-red-haired libertarian pointed out that they're trying to scare parents into not wanting the kids to go back to school, and somebody else pointed out that the which dovetails with what you were saying about cops getting pulled out of schools, maybe that it's the season for that gun yeah, violence. I had thought about that. I had been wary of, of saying that, but I have thought yeah, about sorry. that. <laughs> and the cops being pulled out, it's almost like schools are re reopening kind of maybe to have that that purpose happen. I hope not. But And it also will encourage people to get their kids the vaccination even though kids are really at very little risk from COVID. So they're just trying to say other things come from COVID. So even if you're not at risk of dying of COVID or anything, other things come, everything can be blamed on it. Yeah. And the schools, another issue going on with reopening, the second day that school came back in Cherokee County where they haven't been wearing, well, not the masker are suggested strongly, but they're not mandated and they're doing in-person school, obviously. 
second grade class had to be quarantined because somebody tested positive. So the entire class has to be quarantined for two weeks. They just rope off the whole room and put some plastic wrap around it, I guess. I think it's reasonable to expect that. That's going to happen all the time. Up to one in five could be a false positive. Like even if people are out of that 2018 blood sample, 18% of them tested positive for COVID-19, which supposedly didn't exist then. So you can assume one in five, up to one in five. So this is going to keep happening. There's going to continue to be disruptions two weeks on, two weeks off. And these kids are going to have to stay at home or whatever the quarantine orders are because they went back to school. Whereas had they not gone back, they wouldn't have had to do the quarantine. They just would have been doing school at home. They wouldn't have gotten the tests. See, that's what I right. think is part of what's happening. So they're letting the college kids go back. And if a certain number of tests happen, they're going to pull them out again. Some are already scheduling to go home for Thanksgiving to Christmas. So, of course, a certain number will test positive, of course. And then another thing, though, that I think will be part of them. Why? Because I was wondering why the colleges were going back at all. And I bet part of it is to get them to all sign up to the that tracking thing. Remember before all this started, we were talking about how they were tracking students. Were they late to class? Were in the, in the stadium? They got free tickets. Did they stay for the whole game? <clears throat> and then they were putting those apps on the kids' phones. This will, if they make this a criterion for showing up, then they can, once everybody's got it on their phone, then let them go home for Thanksgiving, ramp it up. And phase two will really get people's attention to paraphrase or quote Bill Gates. What's up, guys? I talk about Neighbors Feed and Seed a lot, and not just because they offer everything you need to live a more sustainable lifestyle, but also because of the way that they conduct business. They give you the kind of personalized attention you don't get anywhere else. In fact, Bill from Neighbors is making propaganda report listeners a priority. He's given his private number to anyone who calls or emails the store so that he can personally make sure you get what you need. You're going to want to take them up on that offer. So go to NeighborsFeedandSeed.com. You can find their info on the contact page. And if you're in the Smyrna area, be sure and check out Neighbors' all-new Farmer's Market on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Another thing they might do in schools and maybe even in places of work is they might do what they're doing in the NBA bubble because they're testing the stuff in the NBA bubble to be able to use it widespread. It wouldn't surprise me if some colleges, we get a college bubble where they they get quarantined for a few weeks and they stay in place for a couple of months to do education. Nobody leaves, nobody comes in, and they have all this tracking technology watching them and telling them who they've been in close contact with for how long. They're going to implement the stuff that NBA is doing across the board. At least they're going to try to, I think. And it's funny because at the same time that I'm thinking about this, the NSA, this was in the journal today, the NSA told its people to turn off location services, really limit, don't put find my phone on because it would expose aggregating that data, which governments buy from commercial enterprises will reveal relationships among people and organizations that any good spy knows needs to be needs to remain concealed and i thought naturally that that's the whole way that you resist a tyrannical government you have to be able to conspire like these guys do night and day we're under a cloak somewhat so that it can't be nipped in the bud by the enemy government which is what they're talking about and i just i think that 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 we we are being robbed of this just as they are being told to protect against that kind of tracing and tracking. So I guess NSA people can't spread the Rona. 
Yeah, they're immune. You go get a job at the NSA and you cannot get coronavirus. That's right. Maybe they have like the special James Bond type, like take this pill and you will be... The corona pill. <laughs> like a vaccine. I want to do an experiment then, yeah. with you. Yeah, okay. Go to google.com and you can do this if you're listening at home as well. And I want you to watch the letters on the screen. Go to google.com. Just go to google.com. Google. And look, yeah. And look at the I'm letters. Enter. Google. Look what they do. Let me know when, when it does it. Oh. Oh, they're spinning around. They're animated. Oh, and now they're wearing masks. Every letter in Google is wearing a mask. Because not only does every person have to wear a mask, the alphabet wears a mask now as well. We're getting modeling behavior tips from the letters that spell Google at Google.com. That's propaganda. And the E, which is a little bit of a slacker, Mm -hmm. the E at the end, then he pops out a little heart. And there was some, dang it, speaking of the alphabet, I got a tweet from somebody saying that it went through, it was some propaganda that was every letter of the alphabet. So clearly... For kids. That what was what was propaganda for kids? I can't remember what it was and I don't have time to look it up. It'll mess up our connection. Okay. But right. it was about alpha the alphabet being used like A is for, you know, ask where to say. get a mask. <laughs> B is for bring your mask. C is for I was about to say something Color very vulgar. Stop me, no, so. no, no, no. <laughs> Claim your mask. So the Google, that's very funny. And the little the little tyke E who put the mask on last, did pop the heart out of his head because he loves you and that's why he's wearing a mask. That's why he's sorry it took him so long. Mm -hmm. I love you. I'm sorry it took me so long to comply. But I'm just a little Speaking of that, I pulled up a couple articles from 1918 and 1919 and there's an interesting, just interesting quote. And this is the AJC from September of 1919. This is during the third wave of the Spanish flu. There's three waves of the Spanish flu. This is during the third wave. And it says, the use of face masks appear to make people neglect the other paths of infection. And so the use of face masks has not been attended with the success predicted for them. It would be more successful if in combating influenza, if greater attention is paid to the factors that were just enumerated. And they told all the other factors. You can, the other ways you can get germs, washing hands, using a fork or something after somebody. It's not cleaning things. But very clear, even in 1919, they acknowledge that when people have on a face mask, they don't take the other measures. They touch their face. They move it around. That's what This is what Fauci actually said the first time asked about face masks <laughs> back in March before he switched. Well, I've been seeing stuff about that they're actually bad for you. And by coincidence, which is the nature of iatrogenic disease, it is the nature of, dis- of, meta- of diseases that are caused by a treatment that the symptoms of that iatrogenic disease is attributed to the initial diagnosis because it becomes widespread in the population with the diagnosis. So hypoxia is considered a function of COVID. However, hypoxia is the classic symptom of wearing a mask. But there are a couple of other things that I was looking at a uh, courageous t- Twitter thread of hers, Colleen Huber, natural NMD. So it looks like she's an MD, but she's a natural, natural, natural path, whatever. (laughs) So she says hypoxia, tachycardia, which is increased heart rate and increased acid in the system. This comes from a lack of CO2. 
the hypoxia is bad for your brain. It's a lack of oxygen and your breathing, tachycardia, your heart races. The acid actually impairs your immune system, but it also increases the acid level in your blood so that it puts a strain on your kidneys. And then she cites a reputed doctor of the kidney saying, if you're going to wear a mask, make sure you have strong kidneys. So in another article I won't get into, even though it triggered me like for 10 minutes straight, we can talk about it later if you want, from the Wall Street Journal, it starts with this guy had kidney failure, lung problems, like all the things that I had just two seconds ago read were symptoms of mask wearing, and he was called the $1.9 million COVID patient because he was in the hospital for 44 days. And I will just, not going to get into it, but what do you think I looked for? How was that guy treated to be in the hospital for 44 days? What do you think they did to him? Well, what was the default method that they used back at that point in time? Intubate. <laughs> yeah, they put him on a ventilator, which had at that time in New York a 97.2% death rate. Anyway, don't even get me started. I do want to talk I'm about I'm sure that, that information about the underlying issues was buried in the third paragraph in the most obscure oh, place. The entire, the article is a full page and and with yeah. a lot of disconnections but one little half a sentence that said he had lung damage from a pre-existing condition but that's not relevant here it's like it's definitely relevant it's Absolutely definitely relevant, relevant. yeah <laughs> so why you know so i looked and looked for this guy and i could not find any report of his other than this wall street journal article so i can't tell what his underlying illness was i'm thinking the guy maybe had lung cancer or something maybe he'd gotten shot a bunch of times who knows maybe i wonder are you, are you making judgments about new yorkers yeah, I'm discriminating against, I'm being prejudiced against New Yorkers. <laughs> stereotyping. There's so many, everybody just shoots people up there. You're stereotyping. Foreigners think that we get shot on the street and left in the street to die because we have no gun control and no socialized medicine. This is a common misconception. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've had t taxi drivers. My, I had no pair come from Sweden. She's like, oh, I can't wait to tell people that I have not seen a single person with a <laughs> got shot. It makes I've you wonder here. about our perception of other countries. If that's how they perceive New York, we perceive other last, countries in a certain way. But it's all about the socialism, which we have a few things that aren't totally socialized yet. And those are yeah. There. I wonder if masks affect people's hydration. I, I wonder if it if people drink less water when they're out in public, maybe out in the heat, if they're around people because of the mask. Maybe not. It's just something I'm curious about. I would say it absolutely has to because... You're just putting up a psychological and physical barrier to accessing your mouth. So there's, I mean, on the margin, that's all, you're changing a couple of variables in the same direction. You're always going to have an impact. How big the impact, I don't know, but there has to be an impact. Yeah. So Joe Biden is still considering his VP nomination. Some people say Susan Rice has risen to the top. I don't know. I got an email last night, though from the Michelle, the draft Michelle Obama campaign team. And I don't even know when I subscribe to this. A lot of times the way these activist groups work is you sign up for their mailing list under one issue, Save the Dreamers or something. And so you'll be getting emails from Save the Dreamer Foundation or group. And then they'll change their name 
when they're focused on another issue. So you start receiving emails from that same group, but it's a different issue attached to it. So it's like, where did this email come from? Who did I sign up to find this? So this is now whatever group I signed up for here is the Michelle O'Biden, the draft Michelle O'Biden group. And they sent out a letter saying it's time to call for Michelle Obama to step in and be Biden's VP. And it claims that Michelle Obama is the most admired woman in the world. That might be true. That might be very true. And she would be. She sold out the O. She'd be. Too, in London twice, I think. She'd be the best person he could pick if she were to actually do it. And they what? were actually trying to win. She right. would be the oh, one yeah. to pick. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, if they're trying and to she lose. she would be president. Yeah. She, she would, would be essentially president. be president. And you have Joe Biden. Joe Biden did some interviews today. I thought it was interesting that I got this the night before Joe Biden went on another gas spree. Every time he leaves the basement, he just goes and does a bunch of gas. <laughs> Everybody talks about the gas. Like, I'm about to. Somebody asked him in an interview, did you take the cognitive test? Everybody talks about the cognitive test. And he got mad. He said, come on, man. Come on, man. I That's like asking you if you took a cocaine test before you came in here. That's what he said. And this is a black guy interviewing him. Oh, my God. A big welcome to our latest sponsor, an avid member of the Propaganda Report community, True Hemp Science, experts in CBD with a huge variety of premium CBD from different farms and with different cannabinoid profiles all in one place. Go to truehempscience.com slash prop report for your special offer. I did want to uh, make one little aside about the CBD that awesome athletic salve that our friend at True Hemp Science sent us both. Yeah. I'm so hooked on it. I've already reordered. And I also am very much looking forward to a couple other things I ordered, the gluten-free brownies, oh, CBD wow. brownies sounds specifically. Good. I'm very excited about that. So I really do appreciate our friends at True Hemp Science. And I want to say how much we appreciate our patron saints that we are we have uh begun a foray into um merch so the first my first shipment of merch is a big box of really super super cool 15 ounce coffee mugs that say the propaganda report really cool dive beneath the surface of the story it's really cool i love them and we're just going to give them to patron saints so if you are a patron saint send message me through patreon your address and i'll send you one and if you become a patron saint or mini ad patron by the end of this month, I should have enough. It's a limited supply. But if you become a patron saint by the end of August, uh, you will get this awesome mug. So thank you, everyone. Fantastic. It looks really cool. I'm, I love it. Okay. <clears throat> I wanted, I noticed this QAnon thing. Somebody sent this big, long, long thread, 20 tweets long Ghislaine Maxwell list hashtag Ghislaine Maxwell list became unsealed sometime yesterday this tweet came out on Monday here's what happened while y'all were distracted by bullshit so my understanding is she put out a list she submitted a list and it had on it names of bad people because then the next 19 tweets are uh, a uh, each one is it's different Democrats who were arrested for some kind of pedophilia. So I just, I just randomly, I thought, 
really since yesterday, 20 of these guys, there was that roundup where like on that one day when the internet goes down or whatever, they're just going to round up all the pedos and they all happen to be Democrats, which is ridiculous. So I just clicked on one. I said, okay, Democrat, former mayor of Winston, Oregon, Kenneth Barrett was arrested for setting up a meeting to have sex with a 14 year old girl who turned out to be a police officer. So I clicked through, I, I mean, I didn't click through. I searched Kenneth Barrett, Winston, Oregon, excuse me. And he said, and it said that he was uh, arrested and convicted and sentenced to 16 months in jail for on sex charges. And the article about this guy was from April, 2018. So unless he got out of jail and then was immediately arrested again, in a sting operation here, then my suspicions about this list is that those people were not all uh, indicted or arrested since Ghislaine Maxwell list came out and we're kind of being reinforced to hashtag trust the plan while Rome burns. Yeah, and I think that's a strategic move to demonize QAnon theories. There have been pedophiles that have gotten arrested. I don't know if they were a product of the a list that Ghislaine Maxwell put out. An article in Newsweek says, crackdown on pedophile rings during COVID-19 crisis, and it goes through some of them. Even in the Newsweek article, it tries to debunk the idea that this was part of the the, whole, the reason for the shutdown is to go round up all of the pedophiles, which I right. believe is one of Q's theories. But there's a article, a couple articles that were in the news yesterday, actually a bunch of them. One of them, terrorism experts say QAnon conspiracy theory a threat to U.S. national security. Another says QAnon rising again. Its resurgence has come back in 2020. And the articles go on to talk about they tell you what the theory is and they talk about how the potential is there for these online disinformation tactics to cause real physical violence this is what they did in 2016 they created pizzagate which was based in kernels of truth and they demonized it and they amped it up to make it make it repulsive for people who do not have an open mind so when they hear Pizzagate, they just repulse. So anytime somebody says information, like on CNN, I actually have a clip of Kaylee, Trump's press secretary from 2016 on CNN, bringing up the Jeffrey Epstein court documents to which Brian Stelter goes, no, 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 what are you, we're not going to talk about Pizzagate fake news here. We're not going to talk about Pizzagate fake news here and just dismisses her when what she was saying was in evidence in court documents. That's what they're doing. They're making QAnon scary to people. They're making it scary, they're making it prominent, and they're making it international. They're saying that right-wingers across the world are now promoting QAnon conspiracy theories. It's dangerous, it's terrorism, and it needs to stop. The tech companies are, are shutting down on it, and the uncertainty in society right now is at a place where these theories can thrive because people don't trust their institutions. They don't trust their authorities. So trust wow, your authority. Wow, that was a li- little bit of a leap for me there at the end. That's what this this article, all of these articles come to this same basic conclusion that we are living in a time of uncertainty and distrust. And the reason that these theories can spread and potentially cause real harm is because we don't trust our institutions and our authorities. The, the information we're getting is bad information. Well, you know what's going to is absolutely consistent with not trusting the system, as I have mentioned, every single presidential election 
at least since 2000 with the Hanging Chad, 2004 with the Diebold Voting Machine, 2008 and 2012 with the Kenyan birth, 2016 with the Russian interference. But if it had been anybody else, it would have been, it would have been like Ted Cruz was not American and Hillary had illegal immigrants voting for her. Every presidential election, there's massive legitimacy issues and boy, are they being teed up right now. Of course, they'll fold in the foreign interference stuff, but the mail-in voting is going to be the vehicle by which they say, we have these problems. Both sides are going to have a massive, um, they're going to have no matter even if even if the election is legitimate or it comes out either way, either side can say this is an unprecedented type of voting. And it depends on a U.S. government agency, the U.S. Post Office, which has in recent years been criticized for having unfilled board seats, for just being incompetent, as always. So this is a complete setup for illegitimacy in the in the election. If we thought about it for a little while, we could write the headlines. We could say if Trump wins or if Biden wins or if Biden's VP ends up getting an office, we could go ahead and write the headlines, what they're going to be, basically. I think after we have the time we election. do. That's why I have that hashtag, what to watch out for, WTWOF, yeah. because if I write that, then I go back and search it. Uh-huh. Like I, I was searching today when I heard that Trump signed this ridiculous national parks bill 10 billion dollar bill that of course nobody cares about because it's only billions and not trillions but i thought this guy is going to bankrupt us and then i remembered how many times i tweeted that since 2016 especially since the simpsons predicted it and i just want to watch out it's like oh i just retweeted three different times when i was like trump's gonna bankrupt the country trump's gonna bankrupt the country yeah you have been on top of that for a while now one more thing about since the day he was elected dean helped me figure that out that minute yeah one more thing about the QAnon stories any inconvenient truth that is revealed that would be damaging to the powers that be or to the system will be thrown into the QAnon bucket. That's a QAnon false disinformation theory. This is the default. Any truth that could damage us, boom, that's a QAnon theory. People won't believe it. At least a large portion of the country will immediately. Just like saying, oh, oh you don't believe be that. Ma- that's a Pizzagate theory. They'll say, it's you don't. It's going to taint. Yes, it's, it's, it's a taint. taint everything. Yes, and they're trying agent. to taint all of the people who are running for office. They say 11 Congress, I think 11 oh. people who are Republicans are running yes. for Congress and they, they promote QAnon theories. So therefore, they're probably radical and crazy. I brought that chick. I mentioned that when the Congresswoman the candidate for Congress in Georgia was uh, ID'd as having, as being a QAnon follower. And then the only thing I could find is that she retweeted. I'm not even sure if she retweeted QAnon. She just said something that. Right. She might not even realize it was that. Yeah. yeah, Anything that might be true. It's a poisoned well. And they say, if there's something that you say that's true, that's damaging, they'll say it came from that poisoned well. You should never trust this. That's what they're going to say. That, that's yeah. a what to watch out for. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to Tom DiLorenzo, a famous uh, libertarian writer who wrote The Real Lincoln. It was pretty good. He coined a phrase that's worthy of my glossary, a word, a term, and I'm going to share it with you in the patron 15. I And can't don't forget, wait. people, we have the first Friday free for all. Uh, this week with Sam Tripoli. It's going to be super duper fun. So you just have to be a patron of the truth or higher, which is... Uh, you get all this free content and a really fun party every month. Fantastic. That is going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. 
Go ahead. And share the show because share yesterday the show. we share the Wednesday. show Tuesday, but we'll just share the show today. We'll just move it around a day. That's All right, you guys can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMV, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. You'll get access to that content. We will talk to you in the patron 15 or tomorrow. Have a fantastic afternoon. <laughs>